Hey, and welcome to Hypnotize Me, the podcast about hypnosis, transformation, and healing. This is Dr. Elizabeth Bonet, and I'm your host. This podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment, nor should it be. If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so if you'd like to learn more about me, you can do that at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. That's D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. Now on to our episode. everyone, Dr. Liz here. So before I get started with today's topic, I'm going to let you know about a couple of things. One thing is that I am doing the podcast exchange. I tell you about podcasts that I think that you may be interested in and that are excellent podcasts, as in W-O-R-R-I-E-R-S. Her logo is really cute, as you can imagine. Woman Warriors. So Her tagline is calling a truce in your battle with anxiety. And it's not just about anxiety. She covers all kinds of topics that are relevant to women. She just did an episode on PCOS, polycystic ovary syndrome. She's done one on dreams. She's obviously, she shares a lot about anxiety and how to decrease anxiety as well. She's an anxiety specialist. So I suggest you check it out. I think you'll like it. You can find it at progressioncounseling.com slash woman, W-O-M-A-N dash warriors, W-O-R-R-I-E-R-S dash podcast. And the host is Elizabeth Cush. Okay, next up is an update on my eyes. I have had people asking recently how my eyes are doing because a lot of you went through the cataract surgeries with me on air through the podcast. And I want to let you know that they're doing awesome. They really are. Right eye has not had any further problems since it recovered from that rebound iritis. And it's seen fantastic. You know, the brain's ability to adapt, I find just amazing. And the ophthalmologist kept telling me, no, the right eye's going to get better and better and better. Don't worry. Don't worry. It just has to adapt. I'm like, okay. So I'd encourage it every day. And I still have a floater that comes in and out of that one. That's a, a pretty big floater. But most of the time, I don't see it at all. The floater does not disturb me at all. I'm not paying attention to it, honestly. So that's a relief. The eyes are doing great. And thank you so much for asking. You're all so caring. Final announcement before we move to the topic is that this week's episode is sponsored by astrologer Rachel Middleton. Rachel is an amazing astrologer. I've known her since our kids were itsy bitsy, actually, like babies itsy bitsy. And she has always been an amazing astrologer. In fact, when I first met her, I was like, astrology, rolled my eyes, like, I don't really believe in it. And then once I got to know her, I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's so informative for my life because of her skills. Like, I didn't really realize that it's way beyond just a horoscope, you know, like, it's a really skilled vocation, like a skilled calling that people have. So she is offering the Dr. Liz listeners 10% off a session, no matter when you listen to this. And she often has packages that run like if you buy a package, then each session is less than if you buy just one session. But honestly, I find even just one session is so helpful. So you can contact her at firstmagnitude at gmail.com. 
So that's F-I-R-S-T first, magnitude, M-A-G-N-I-T-U-D-E at gmail.com. That will also be in the show notes. And she is also all over medium.com. If you don't know about medium, it's a huge writing website. All kinds of authors are on there and she's all over medium. So it's medium.com slash iHeart Astrology if you want to follow her on there or contact her through there as well. And if you mention Dr. Liz, she'll give you the 10% discount. So let's jump into the topic of the week, the book, The Finders by Dr. Jeffrey A. Martin. Now I interviewed him on the podcast last week and it was quite an interesting interview. I got some pretty extreme reactions to that interview actually. So I'm going to talk about that some as we cover that topic during this episode. But first, let's talk about what the book is about. So the book is about people who have found a sense of what Dr. Martin calls fundamental well-being. So what is this? And to quote his book, he says, for them, each moment feels perfectly okay at a deep and fundamental level, regardless of actual life circumstances. These individuals do not dwell on past regrets or glories, nor worries about future hopes and dreams. They live peacefully in the present, while everyone else around them seems intent on trying to escape it. They've not only found fulfillment, but a deep and fundamental sense of well-being. All right, so that's what we're talking about here. Now, the rest of the book goes on to describe different aspects of these people. Like, how are they different from you and me, let's say? How are they different from all the other people in the world? And what's interesting about this book is that Dr. Martin starts off by talking about his own journey of trying to find this sense. And it was difficult for him. And so he began to study people who have found this sense. Now, most of us know at least one or two of these people, you run into them, and they just seem to have this peace about them, right? I know that a lot of people in the yoga world strive for this, and they try to use yoga to get there. When you talk about meditators, meditators are often say this, long-time meditators, or that that's the purpose of their meditation is try to get to this sense or try to calm anxiety. It's Sometimes, though, in the religious communities, you'll find this, and it's not necessarily the leader of the religious community. It's often just one of the members who has this profound sense. Sometimes this is described as a religious conversion, like taking Jesus into your heart in the Christian tradition. These are often the Buddhist monks, like longtime monks who are living in a monastery and just have this beautiful, wonderful, deep sense of everything is okay. So you probably know these people or have seen these people or have heard about these people all around you. But he also wanted to study just everyday people. So not necessarily all these gurus. I think he began talking about those and talking to those. But what his real journey became was, can we develop a course where people can reliably move into a sense of fundamental well-being for themselves. Now, in this book, he doesn't talk about how to do that. Because his course, which he now offers online, which is a pretty new offering, is very intensive. It takes a commitment, 
of time and energy and effort. And his belief is that it's not just something you can read about and, you know, move into doing it and you're done. (laughs) Okay. Like there's a mentor and there's small groups that meet. And through his protocol, he found that about 70% of people could move into a sense of fundamental well-being. Now, that's an amazing statistic. It really is. If you know anything about percentages of people that get better, that um, transform, that do this, do that, 70% is like knocking it out of the ballpark, <laughs> okay? So he researched this, though, over years and years and years. And once you have the finder's book, he actually gives you a link to this brief ebook in the back of the finder's book that goes into a more in-depth explanation of what the course is doing and how to find fundamental well-being. And a lot of those exercises are mindful-based, meditation, mindfulness-based, stopping negative thoughts, transforming them. And he even recommends in the supplemental ebook, to begin to work on your sense of happiness and well-being before you even move into doing more intensive exercises to see if you'd move into this sense of fundamental well-being. And he gives you resources about how to do that. So I actually found the supplemental ebook just as interesting as the main book, I will say. Okay, <laughs> because even during last week's interview, I was like, yeah, but what are you doing? And I couldn't really peg him down on what are you doing in this course? So he talks about that more in the supplemental ebook. And honestly, it sounds a lot like what we do in therapy if you're talking about a high level therapy. Now, I had sent out a newsletter last week talking some about this episode And the newsletter going out this week talks some about hypnosis and whether core healing hypnosis can help you move into a fundamental sense of well-being. And absolutely it can. Because think about it, if you're getting rid of negative beliefs, then you're really replacing those with a deep sense of self-respect and self-worth and efficacy, being able to function better in the world letting go of past things that just seem to block you and stop you from moving forward, then you gain this profound sense of being okay, who you are in the world and what you're doing. And it not always, but it often produces this profound change in people. And I can't tell you how many clients have just been so grateful for that. And now I feel like I have more of a language to help them navigate that in the future. So hypnosis is one method to get to this sense, but he makes it clear in the ebook too, that if one method isn't working for you, move on, move on to a different method. I have a lot of friends that are into the Course of Miracles and it's supposed to be a profoundly changing program. Well, I've tried to read it I don't know, two or three times and each time I drop off and it just doesn't work for me. I don't know why, but it just doesn't. And so in his ebook, he recommends like if a method isn't working for you, move on to another method. And finally, that question was sort of put to rest for me, (laughs) you know, like, okay, that's not going to work for me. So to go back to the finder's book, what I found really interesting is that he talks about the changes that goes on in people's lives And he clarifies the continuum of 
fundamental well-being. So it's not just like one thing and everybody has it and it's the same. It's these different experiences that people have and you can think of it as on a continuum. And he also makes clear in the book that you can move between spaces on that continuum. So I found that really helpful to know and interesting to know. And he goes into a good amount of detail about the changes that happen in people's lives. Now, let's get to the controversial part. Okay, so last week on the interview, he said that sometimes when people move into location four, that they stop loving their children. Now, this is the part I know have a lot of parents on the podcast that listen to the podcast. This is the part that put people up in arms some. And I had an in-depth conversation with one of my close friends about it, who she is solidly in fundamental well-being. And the conclusion we came to is that it was a bit of a misnomer how he put it. Okay, now I am not the researcher. I am just your like humble podcaster here, okay, with a lot of clinical experience and having worked with a lot of hypnosis clients, as well as having my own sense of fundamental well-being. What we came to is that you don't lose the love of your children. Like, in fact, we both believe that the love for your children deepens because love for everyone deepens. The sense of being in the world and really enjoying the world and loving the world and loving everyone in it and having compassion for everyone in it deepens when you're moving along the continuum of fundamental well-being. And that extends to your children. What we do find, though, and perhaps this is what Dr. Martin is meaning to say, is that you lose attachment to the results of your children. Meaning that there's a lot of parents who feel like their children reflect on them. Okay, so if my daughter or my son does this, and that reflects poorly on me, or if they do that, then that reflects well on me, right? And so you get a ton of Facebook posts and social media posts saying, you know, look what Johnny did. And the sense that it was because of the parent and that the child did that. And my friend and I find that that disappears. And I actually haven't had that sense for many years, a sense of like my children reflect on me. And I think it frees you up as a parent. It's more of a deeper sense of they are on their own path, just like anyone else in the world. They're on their own path and they're here for their own reasons. Whether that's spiritual, you know, not spiritual, religious, whatever, they're here for their own reasons and they have their own path. And of course, as a parent, I'm going to support them in what they want to develop in themselves. But there's no sense of, I did that. Okay, so my daughter's an accomplished artist already, and there's no sense in me of, I created that. Those are my accomplishments, like none, zero. Those are clearly hers. Okay, even though, you know, our house was a huge art house, always has been, when they're little, you know, finger painting, uh, glass door painting, body painting, modeling clay, always, always an art project going on. And then later online art classes and then later in-person art classes. So it's like, yeah, I supported her in that development along the way, but I still don't feel like her accomplishments are a reflection of me. Like, no, that's her spirit moving through her for lack of better terminology around it. That's my terminology. So anyway, I, my friend and I came to the conclusion that 
That's what disappears in fundamental well-being, not the love of your children. So anyway, I want to clarify that before we move on. But that is how he puts it in his book to get back to the book as he feels like it does disappear. He also describes some of the problems that people face when they walk around with this sense in the world and gives some tips and clarification about how to navigate some of those changes. The free courses that there were links to last week and that I'm putting in the show notes this week too, also help clarify that. Like, how do you navigate these changes in the world? How do you navigate some of your relationships or your job? Like a lot of people move into a sense of fundamental well-being and they can't tolerate their job anymore. They want to change jobs. And luckily for me, I feel like hypnosis is just this perfect fit for it. And I absolutely love what I do. And it deepens my sense of that and helping people heal and even transform into that sense themselves. But that's not the case for everyone. I imagine if I was stuck in some like miserable office job, then that wouldn't be the case for me. I'd probably, I probably would want to leave. So he gives tips about how to navigate those feelings, how to navigate some of the changes in relationships that go on. So I found that a really helpful part of the book. He also gives the data at the end of the book. He is a neuroscientist. He is a researcher. He made a conscious decision not to do a book all about data, right? <laughs> but he puts some of the summaries at the back. And then also the supplemental ebook has some of the data too. And it's just so clear how people's sense of anxiety and depression decrease when they move into this sense of fundamental well-being, how their sense of being in the world, their sense of fulfillment, of happiness increases. So I thought it was really helpful to see those numbers. So all in all, I found it a really good book particularly with the supplemental ebook. So make sure you don't miss that part. It's near the end of the book and he tells you how to get it for free. It's free. So I found it a good guide to, okay, what happens when someone moves into fundamental well-being? What can they do to help themselves navigate those changes? And if you yourself are looking to gain this sense, then what are some of the methods that you could try and use? So not just his course, you know, his course you have to apply to, and it's, again, a huge commitment, and it's a small group setting, and I'm sure it's excellent, but there are many different ways to reach this sense in your life. Okay, we are coming to the end of our time here. So I hope you enjoyed these last two episodes about Dr. Jeffrey A. Martin's work. I found it absolutely fascinating. And just a reminder that I offer a free telephone consultation. If you're interested in working with me in doing the core healing technique or some psychotherapy, weekly psychotherapy, you can schedule that over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. Okay, people, have a wonderful week. Peace. I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. 
Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis.